Chapter 1. Shattered. Chaos erupted. A light so brilliant it was painful bathed Pug as he instinctively threw all his magic into the protective shell Magnus had erected around them just a moment before. Only Magnus's anticipation of the trap had prevented them all from being instantly vaporized. Energy so intense it could hardly be comprehended now destroyed everything at hand, reducing even the most iron-hard granite to its fundamental particles, dispersing them into the fiery vortex forming around them. The light pierced Pug's tightly shut eyelids, rendering his vision an angry red-orange with afterimages of green-blue. His instinct was to shield his face, but he knew the gesture would be useless. He willed himself to keep his hands moving in the pattern necessary to support Magnus's efforts. Only magic protected them from conditions no mortal could withstand for even the barest tick of time. The very stuff of the universe was being distorted on all sides. They were in what appeared to be the heart of a sun. In his studies, Pug knew this to be the fifth state of matter, beyond earth, air, water, and fire, called different names by various magicians, among them flux, plasma, and excited fire. Energy so powerful that it tore the very essentials of all matter down to their very atoms and recombined them, repeating the process until at some point the plasma fell below a threshold of destruction and creation and was able finally to cease its fury. Years of perfecting his art had gifted him with myriad skills, some talents deployed reflexively without conscious effort. The magic tools he used to assess and evaluate were overloaded with sensations he had never experienced in his very long lifetime. Obviously, whoever had constructed this trap had hoped it would be beyond his ability to withstand. He suspected it was the work of several artisans of magic. In his mind, Pug heard Miranda asking, Is everyone safe? Nakor's voice spoke aloud. There's air. We can talk. Magnus, Pug, don't look. It will blind you. Miranda, we can look. Describe what you see, Magnus said to the two demons in human form. Miranda said, It's an inferno, hotter than anything witnessed in the demon realm. It has destroyed a hundred feet of rock and soil below us, and we are afloat in a bubble of energy. Farther out from where we stand, it's turning sand to glass. A wall of superheated air is expanding outward at incredible speed, and whatever it touches is incinerated in moments— as far as my eye can discern, all is flame, smoke, and ash. Less than a minute before, the four of them had been examining a matrix of magic, which was obviously a lock, but had turned out to be a trap. Ancient beings of energy, the Svengari, had been protected in a quiet glade atop a massive building built by a peaceful tribe of the Pantatheans, a race of serpent men created by the ancient dragon lord Alma Lodaka. Unlike their more violent brethren, these beings had been gentle, scholarly, and very much like humans. Now that peaceful race had been obliterated. It didn't matter to Pug that they had been created by the mad vanity of a long-dead dragonlord as pets and servants. They had evolved into something much finer, and he knew he would mourn their loss. It's fading, said Nakor. Don't look. Pug kept his eyes closed, focusing on his son's protective shell. You anticipated... Magnus finished his sentence for him. The trap. It was just one of those moments, father. The hair on my neck and arms started to tingle, and before I knew it, the protective spell was cast. I had created a word trigger, a power word. I just had no idea the trap would be so massive. Without your help and mother- Miranda's, he let the thought go unfinished. 
Pug and Miranda both chose to ignore his slip. She wasn't his mother. She was a demon named Child who was in possession of all his mother's memories, but Child seemed completely contained within Miranda. It was easy to forget she wasn't Miranda. The experience was unnerving for all of them. Only Belog the demon, now to outward appearances Nakor, seemed untroubled by his situation, and that was wholly in keeping with who Nakor had been in life, a man of unlimited curiosity and a delight in all mysteries. His voice held a note of awe. This was an unspeakably brilliant trap, Pug. Keeping his eyes tightly shut, Pug said, I tend to agree. What's your thinking? Whoever fashioned this understood it could be investigated only by a very limited number of people, said Nakor. First, they would have to get past the Pentathians, either by winning their confidence or by brute force. If they reach the Matrix, few magic-using demons or lesser magicians, or even very well-schooled priests, could have begun to understand the complexities of this lock or...